Hey, 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 welcome back to the Rifles Only Accuracy Podcast, everything center fire, rim fire. Yesterday, we had a show with Mr. Frank Galley, it was a post-brawl uh, discussion on the events and stages and various other kind of stuff. Always a good conversation with him. Uh, wanted to get another another little brawl podcast, and um, I have with me today the winner, Richie Walters. How are you doing, Rich? Good man, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Trying to trying to wind down. We uh we had the train up, then the brawl, then we had a class, and so I'm I think I'm finally coming down a little bit. It's been it's been it's been fun, no question. Well, that's good. Yeah, man. Well, hey, tell me, man. Uh, how old are you? Where are you from? What do you do for a living? Where do you live? Uh, what got you into shooting? Oh, so yeah, I just turned thirty five last at the match actually. On, uh, well, happy Friday. birthday. Uh, thank you. Um, so I live in Mesa, Arizona right now. I used to fly air medical helicopters, but I've gotten out of that recently and just trying to get into something else. It wasn't not headed in the direction that I really liked the, the whole industry. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I got into shooting ooh, like probably seven or so years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly just to get better at hunting just yeah. to have any any sort of edge i could get um you obviously know my brother uh yeah. Rhett, Rhett yeah. walters really well sure um, do. he kind of got me into the long range stuff he started that a little before i did um yeah i took a took a little dive into it about seven years ago um then corona hit and i pretty much stopped shooting for mm-hmm. up about last year so I, I shot for like a year or two and then took a few year break and then picked it back up. Um, yeah, and that's basically that story. All right. Well, what, what are, what kind of equipment are you using? Oh, so I use a accuracy international ATX mm-hmm. rifle, um, spur scope mounts, the Unimount, the four zero zero two specifically, mm-hmm. and then attacker seven to 35. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Very good. And so the, how long have you been running that system or has that been your system for a while? Cause the ATX has just came out and you've been in it longer than that. Yeah. So I initially started with an impact and foundation mm-hmm. and then uh, switched to an AX. Mm-hmm. I think about a year after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then basically didn't even start shooting until they, again, until the ATX was a, a thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah and just, you like that system? Oh, it's great. I, I love it. Um, yeah, super, super easy to get stable with that thing. And, it, you know, AIs just run no matter what. And yep. uh, Mike Mayo can give a testament to that from the match last weekend. So. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a trip. Yeah, all the AIs are running in, in pretty, pretty shitty weather. And we saw some others kind of falter a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, what I wanted to do with you is I just wanted to go, I wanted to go through the matchbook and just kind of give me your take and what you were thinking on these stages. What'd you think? What'd you think about the match overall? It was definitely not easy. Um, a, a lot of stuff I haven't done or at least haven't done in a really long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I came, kind of came in blind, which is kind of my, how I usually do it. and <laughs> Just go for it, you know? Yeah. Well, cool, man. I, I hope you had a good time. Well, I had a blast. It was fun to do stuff that I don't normally do. 
Yeah, I got that quite a bit from from several of the competitors saying, "Yeah, we just we just don't do this stuff at other places." So it's it's pretty good, and that, uh, that's cool. Well, let's just let's get let's roll right into this thing. And I don't want I don't want to keep you too long today, but I definitely wanted us to have this conversation. We had the Killhouse yep. Close Range, and so that was the one to where you're up the ladder and you've got five shots, and they're relatively close. I think 36 yards. We did that. We had two two really law enforcement focused shots. You know, alternate positions at close range. And then yep. after you had your five off there, you'd have to make a movement through the kill house and then go and uh, shoot out the window there with the with the um, uh, windowsill as a support. What, what was your what was your take going into that one? Oh, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. The range is obviously a lot closer than I'm used to. But, it, you know, just treating it like any other stage, getting your getting all your dope set up on your caster, all your stuff figured out and then just it, it, like most most positions are somewhere you probably use somewhere else you know right. it's pretty straightforward wise but obviously i'd never shot that close arranged before so it's just breaking good shots and you know seeing where the first one hit and if it was acceptable just shoot shoot the same shot every time really yeah all right and do you have any problem getting stable up there Oh no, not really. It was it was pretty good. That ledge is pretty fat, so a, a big uh, big game changer sideways is always pretty stable. Yeah, yeah, that ledge has got to be pretty fat because it's it's a live fire kill house, so we need to be able to stop bullets whenever they get out of the traps. So yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty thick. Awesome. And then from there, uh, from there, kind of the same thing. We shot off the berm, and then we had to move from there into the into the tunnel to get some other shots. These were a little further, still inside a hundred. But um, how did how did that one work out for you? That one was uh, I, I had a little little rough time on that one. Uh, I shot good groups, but uh, going into the tunnel, you know, it was rainy, muddy, slippery. I went to <laughs> load my mag in because you guys do that mag out mm-hmm. deal, which is up. Uh, obviously great great training it's something you don't really do anywhere else uh, right but yeah i went to load my mag in when i got inside the tunnel and my hand was slippery or something and it slipped and i went to catch it and just made it worse and launched my mag over the barricade so i ended up timing out on that one i was kind of sweating that stage a little yeah. bit <laughs> but yeah what well, can you do we did put a ladder up there so at least you didn't get all muddy going up on top of the berm so that kind of worked out nice <laughs> Yeah, that was nice. That would have been disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, the the weather the weather came to say hello. The weather showed up. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, cool deal. That uh, going through there the the third stage. Um, it was called freaking culverts. You basically had you had four shots from the left shoulder, alternating distances between like uh, three hundred and four twenty, and then uh, you'd move from there to the center culvert, either shoulder there. You know, again, alternating targets. A total of ten rounds on that. You had to alternate between the short target and the far target. Um, how'd you do on that one, man? How'd that work out for you? Oh, that was good. I, I cleaned that one. Uh, mm-hmm. My brother prepping into any big match they don't do it so much anymore but he really hammers like left-handed stuff right so i'm so i'm probably uh, i probably shoot better left-handed i'm just a lot slower so yeah it ended up working pretty well because he always makes me do a ton of ton of support side stuff yeah that's kind of a staple here too we we were always doing that in the training and in competitions you're always gonna you're always gonna be doing that what what did you do on to tackle the ranges as far as bullet drop did you dial back and forth or did you dial for one and hold for the other i dialed and held um which is kind of, i, I kind of like to dial everything more often but i figured 
uh, target acquisition and stuff in the support side would probably take me a minute. And I, I think I had like a nice even one mil hold or something. Mm-hmm. So it was nothing terrible. But yeah, I, I figured uh, shooting holds since I was definitely going to be significantly slower support side would, would be my strategy for that. And it worked out. So you cleaned that one? Yep. Yeah. Oh, nice. 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 It's not a, it's not a, it's not a super uh, forgiving timeline on that one either. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, l- luckily I, I'm all right. Left-handed. Do, do decent. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And and you're right. You know, getting on that offside, the target acquisition, there's lots of tips and tricks that we do down here during the, during the classes on, you know, being able to get that left side shot, but you know, it's uh it, yeah. it's an important skill set and very good, very good. And then the Iowa next one is up on the tower and it was a, a choice between the KYL rack or the thousand yard. Which one did you do on that one? Oh, I took the KYL for sure. I mean, you remember how windy it was that day. I think I got on the ground by the tower. I was getting it was like eight to nineteen, eight mm-hmm. gusting nineteen. Yeah. So one one shot at a thousand probably wouldn't work out that well. And if you ran a couple of plates pretty quick, you could probably get the same conditions. So. Right. How'd you do on that one? Oh, I I got. Uh, I think I got to the third plate on my first try and just left it there. Left it at six points. Yeah. That would probably be pretty smart. (laughs) Yeah, that last one was pretty small. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, um, you know, it's at 500 yards. You got a 10-inch plate, which is obviously two minutes, and then uh, 7.5, you know, at a minute and a half, half, and then five-inch, which is a minute, and then a a two-and-a-half, which is half a minute. So, yeah, that that is that that two and a half two and a half inches in windows like that, you know, at five hundred yards. That's a that's a okay. <laughs> yeah, anybody. Yeah, you kind of leave that one alone. How'd you do on Air Dingo? That was uh, with the rope. Air Dingo, I cleaned that one. I mm-hmm. hate I hate shooting off ropes, but that one worked out well. I, I uh, so I practiced that and tried to figure that out a little bit after I shot the. Uh, 22 finale last year they mm-hmm. had a bunch of rope sticks and i basically got a zero or a one on all of them but besides that i shot pretty pretty good so i i spent a little time when i got back trying to figure out a better way to tackle that which i i guess i ended up doing because i shot the rope stuff pretty good this weekend surprisingly i was kind of stressed out about it <laughs> And the walls, the walls were pretty, pretty standard. You just had four shots, two shots, four shots from different heights on the, on the walls. How'd you do on that one? Um, I don't really remember that one. That was one that next to the tower. You got, you have those walls. There's, um, the first one, yep. the first one's like a medium height. The next one's a, like I, definitely smaller and the other one's a standing shot. Not that day one. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure I cleaned that one as well. Yeah. That one's, that one's got a pretty good timeline on it. That, that one's, that one's kind of like, okay, here's, here's some points on a silver platter. Don't screw this up. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty, it was a pretty good one. Pretty straightforward kind of stuff you get at most matches. Yeah. That was like, that was a gift for sure. And the 420 mover from the prone, how did that one go for you? 420 mover from the prone went okay. Um, I had, for some reason, so I met, I obviously milled it and measured the speed on my Kestrel, but Mm -hmm. I must've put something in incorrectly because my target speed was way off. So it took me about, Ooh, I think two shots to get on it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then pretty good from there. Um, just off tight, obviously 50 or three passes is all you get for 50 
ones. I think I ended up getting a, 11 off on that. Okay. And I, I think I do possibly three. Roger that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that, that, uh, we're, we're seeing some, we're seeing some differences. We saw it in this class that we did after the brawl that we started on Monday and we're seeing some, some things with the Kestrel and what it's given you for the movers and, and how that's working. So we're trying to work through that and figure out what's going on. Point two off the tower yeah. that that's where you make your choice on which target you want for that point value. What, what, what range did you go for on that one? I started with six, like a dummy. Cause it was a, uh, a crooked, the trim bar was a little crooked. It was probably at like a 20 degree lean and left mm-hmm. sort of deal. And I, I was about a 10th off on my wing call and it squeaked just under the, the side because it was kind of the, the high side of the truant bar uh but i uh saw my miss and hit, hit it right in the center on the second round yeah like, i wish i would have started one closer one further the little more straight up one yeah yeah that one is crooked we spent a lot of time on that one it's it it's a that's a good one though and you know you can you can always follow up if you you know you see your shot and make that correction at least you can put something on the board so that's not bad yeah so decisions at the table, that was that one to where you could either shoot support side off the table, um, you know, with, with the rifle rested on the table for the longer one, and then a closer, bigger target, which we've talked about already, and you had to do that one slung up, and I, not a single person shot off the table. Everybody slung up. How'd you do on that one? Yeah, I uh, cleaned that one, too. I was a little stressed out about that because I, I never do any sort of, like, sling or offhand work, really, just kind of stuff to have fun occasionally you know like oh how far is this let me try and shoot it off hand once <laughs> you know um but yeah i ended up uh cleaning that uh this was pretty good it was painful to get in that position but yeah it was uh it was something i was kind of stressing out a little bit about but worked out pretty well yeah well i gave you a big ass target <laughs> yeah as a full size f6 yeah i know you know and i i just ordered those in and I had to order them in for some dr- some drills we were going to be doing. It actually it actually hurt my soul to buy a target that was that big. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I used every bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh it, it was pretty good. I, I was really pleased that you know people did sling up, and um you know you you should have known coming here that there was going to be some sling p- supported shooting. You know. <laughs> yeah. I figured there would be. Yeah, tank trap. The two positions off the tank trap. How'd you do on that one? It was just uh just one. It was straight target. You know, just uh two positions. How'd you do on that? Yeah, that one. Uh, I had I was battling the wind. I think I caught it in like a real gusty zone because I I'd hit with uh I think I dropped four, surprisingly. Really? Because I would hit. Yeah, I'd hit good, and then one would be way off one side or the other. You know, and I just was, I think I just caught it in a real gusty, gusty moment. It was kind of hard on that side to see what the wind's doing because almost protected, you know, the targets, it kind of goes downhill a little bit over there. Yeah. So I was catching a lot more wind than I thought I would. My first shot was way off. And so I made a correction, hit, hit with that a couple more and then didn't hit with it a couple, but I figured it was gusting. So I just r- run what I, run what I thought was a pretty good average and it worked out okay but i dropped more more than i should have for sure yeah and how about that that close up positional this one you didn't have a choice you had to you had to do the rounds and that was a i think that was around a 70 yard shot on a two inch target um what what'd you do on that one yeah i missed a lot of those yeah (laughs) yeah i couldn't uh 
in the position I was in, I wasn't really absorbing the recoil that well. I think my gun was jumping pretty mm-hmm. high, so I couldn't I misses. And I was kind of um, more or less free recoil in that one. Right. Um, so going high, and I couldn't really tell, so I just kind of took a guess and brought it down. And I think I, I sh- shot uh, once I figured out it was probably going high. I think I cleaned the rest of it. Yeah. So I think I missed hit by yeah that's it we use that yeah. as that um as that tiebreaker at the end of the match too and that was it was it was tougher on the tiebreaker because i think the range officers had pulled their vehicles over to the north side whenever they were doing that and so it kind of blocked the wind a little bit you know for the whenever it was being used during the match but then during the tiebreaker those vehicles weren't there anymore and it was it was really blowing them around yeah it was it was pretty pretty windy yeah that day so we were protected. The the little uh, rain shelter almost blew away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think they were tying it down with all kinds of crap, tying it to vehicles and everything else, so it wouldn't <laughs> end up in the next county. Well, cool. And then five fifty cord positional. That's just a real standard one, close target. How'd you do on that one? Uh, well, I dropped one. Um, that was an, another fairly generous target, but obviously the position's not very good. Right. Um. Yeah. I. I was remembered that from the first time I went to down to rifles only for with uh, Nathan forever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do good on it then, but I, I dropped one on that and it's, I was actually fairly stable. The hardest part was it was so gusty. It was blowing me around. Right. Um, so I was get, getting a lot of horizontal and yeah, I just, I, I hit a few, um, I hit like three or four and then I caught one big gust that pushed me a, a little bit off, but I kind of took, it stayed windy. I took a second, kind of spread out, w- widened my base a little bit, got my body a little stable, and then and then I, uh, hit, hit all the rest of them. Yeah, and that's a, that's one, I, I, it's a, it's a pretty generous timeline for that, just for one position, you know what I mean? And if you can, if you can get set up and get in there, you can, you can take that little break, you know, just, just, you have, you have the seconds to do that. And so that's, that's probably pretty smart on your part. Well, good deal. And barricade mover. Now we're, now we're, now we're off our belly shooting the mover. It was the same, same course of fire, three passes for 15 rounds. How did that one go? That one went pretty good. Um, uh, uh, missed a couple of the same three, 15 rounds, three passes tight. I, I think I got the same amount of rounds off as the last one. Um, but yeah, I think I dropped like two, two rounds that I shot on that, but yeah, it went, went pretty good. It was, it was a little harder, to, uh, kind of track it off, off the barricade, but it was cool. I never, never done that before. I enjoyed it. Oh, you can, you can come down and practice it if you want. Yeah. Well, good, cool. And another real, real standard one that I had was just 10 rounds at a thousand. And it, that was all it was. And you had, you know, a minute for that. And it was, you know, all, there was no movement, you know, you could go prone, you could use your, use your bag, everything else. How did that one roll out for you? Oh, I'm good. I dropped one on that. Um, yeah, I just had a good opening wind call. The only one I missed, um, I figured it was going to be windy standard South Texas style. So I kind of loaded fast mm-hmm. I was shooting like 31 105s at like 31 30 or 31 40 something like that's that. one thing i didn't ask you what 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 cartridge are you using oh six creedmoor six creedmoor very cool that. yeah nice nice yeah uh, so i loaded them fast because i fighting a lot of wind and it would probably help um 
but yeah, I think that ultimately on like the eighth round, my barrel was, I think, heating up and I threw one quite a bit high. So I was like, oh, my barrel's probably pretty hot. And so I just, on the last shot, I aimed a little bit low and still hit it. So yeah, I think my barrel kind of toasted up a little bit on that one. Mm. Well, that's, that, that is, that is key. And I'll tell you, you know, we, we talked about that, you know, before, during the train up, you know, the first, the first rule of it is, is looking good. And the second one is always blame the equipment, Richie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. So it lets you down. Damn. (laughs) The last one was, the last one was uh, off the tower and it was called for a good time. And that was hitting the targets at the ranges, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh nine. How did that one go for you? That one pretty good. Uh, I think, yeah, so I had a first, first round impact on the eight, which was nice. And then, uh, I, I think I missed first round on the seven and I only made it to the thousand. I didn't, I didn't hit either of those. Okay. Um, but I didn't, I didn't make it to the nine cause I was just worried about trying to get better shots off and with good corrections and. You know, I wasn't, wasn't worried about rushing through and getting every shot off. Yeah. And I was, that was, that was on, that was on Saturday when the wind was even worse. Yeah. So I was just trying, trying to basically shoot a shot and I would not move until I saw exactly where it hit or didn't. Right. And then I'd chamber one and shoot the next one. Well, cool. Well, the, it seemed like the competition for first place was, uh, was pretty stiff. I think that there was. I think you were leading right up until your until your last stage, weren't you? I mean, you were in second. I think I was four points back, um, and then day two, I shot really well on day two. Just had that one little hiccup to throw in my magazine. That's a little changed really, um, but yeah, I shot shot really well for the for the comeback. So that was. Well, cool, man. And so, uh, you think you're going to come back next year as defending champion? Maybe. <laughs> What's uh same timeline? Same, same bat time, same bat channel. It's always the third weekend in February. That's the way it's been for years and years. So yeah, man, we'd love to see you come back. You, you, you came out, you camped, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I stayed in my van the first night. Um, uh, and then the batteries died completely. So we got a hotel the next night. Oh, all right. <laughs> I've got an electrical outlet around here somewhere. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't wire that up. I've only had the part for like five years. So I just have. Put it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like you got some got some work to do on your overlander. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, cool deal. Well, what's what's up next for you? What what's the next thing you're doing in your shooting career? Oh, headed over to Mason Valley in California, mm-hmm. um, shooting the NRL Hunter match there. Those are super fun. Yep. Um, yeah, really good time. I shot my first one in January and it was re- really enjoyable shooting as a team, uh, one of my friends and I, I, I kind of prefer team matches. They're super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, where's your brother? He is in Virginia. Um, He's uh, started flying, doing uh, flight instruction, mm-hmm. kind of towards the city there in Manassas. Um, yeah, but he's still shooting, not quite as much as he used to. He still hits uh, ELR, uh, AI Classic, and a, a couple hunters or two. We, we, we got into shooting 22s about a year ago pretty pretty heavily. It's 
super fun, less, less work, but pretty much the same thing. You don't have to reload and prep and all that nonsense. Right. So we shoot a lot of 22s, just those local matches. Well, cool. Awesome. Yeah. We, we, we picked up on the 22 really heavy too. Is it's just, it is so much fun. It's, it's a blast. I, I can't explain it. And such a, it's great training too. You know, that 22 is so unforgiving whenever it comes to your fundamentals. Oh yeah. Win too, man. That's what, that was a big, a big, uh, improvement in wind reading is shooting a lot of 22s. Cause you can, a lot of the times you can actually just see the bullet flying through there. So you get mm-hmm. kind of better idea how it's affected, you know, and it yeah. just like what, a, a little bit at 50 yards you gotta you gotta notice that yeah oh yeah you you gotta have to do something because it's and then it's just uh but again it's cheap and it's easy and you can do it a lot more in a lot more places too because not every place has a, oh, yeah. a 1200 yard range so that makes it pretty nice well that's cool man well like i said i didn't want to keep you on here too long i just wanted to get you on and uh and talk about the match and everything else and again i can't thank you enough for uh for taking the time to visit with me and also taking the time to you know come down here and shoot this match it was it was really nice when you arrived it was good to see you again yeah, it's been too long, man. Hopefully I get out there a little sooner than, what was it, like six or seven? Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. And I guess Nathan's out there in your neck of the woods now, isn't he? Yeah, he moved out here ooh, two two years ago or so. Yep. Yep, yep, he's enjoying it, I think. Well, very good. Well, hey, we're doing we're doing some courses up in northern Colorado in June, so if you're if you're bumming around looking for something to do, come out there and visit us. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. It was uh, it was good talking to you. It was great to see you last weekend, and thanks thanks again for everything. Perfect, man. Perfect. Thanks for coming down again, uh, Rich Walters, winner of the Mile High Brawl this year. And uh, again, I can't uh, I can't thank all of you guys enough for for everything that y'all do for us, the sponsors that were at this match. Uh, the list is on the Rifles Only Facebook page. If you have not gone and sent an email, thank you to all those sponsors. You're going to be in deep crap with me because they really like to hear back. And so let them know what's going on and, and uh, show them your appreciation. Uh, check out the website for upcoming classes. We got some stuff between now and June when we leave, and we're already starting to starting to populate the stuff for the fall of next year. So uh, again, thanks for taking the time to listen to us. Richie, just stay on with me here for just a second. Guys, we'll, uh, we'll talk to y'all soon. 